In action, man. We are back here at the War Report, man. I'm Jared Adams. I'm here with Real Romano, man. Uh, up and coming, not even up and coming producer, man. Would you say you're up and coming producer still, or, or um, what's the deal, man? Tap in with the War Report one time. Um, I feel like I got a long way to go. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say up and coming. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely feel like I got a long way to go. I know I was just at the career with my partner, just talking about it. I was like. I feel like it's another step to it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah. it's another step to brands because you got, like, your murder beats and mm -hmm. you got, like, your Jetsons. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I don't put the work in, but as far as brand-wise, I just got to, you know what I'm saying, continue to keep pushing the brand and stuff like that. So, Okay, man. Sure. Uh, break it down for somebody who, like, maybe tuning into the War Report, who's a returning listener. Um, they're now listening to this podcast, episode 103. You know what I mean? With Real Romano, like, like tap in. Like, like who are you to somebody that uh, may not know you? Um, I'm a producer songwriter, so you know I don't produce for Chris Brown, or Tory Lanez, you know Quavo, um, really everybody for real, you know. So I feel like the next step that I'm trying to get to is like getting to like the Post Malones and the Jay Z, Beyonce, because I ain't really tapped into them yet. But I feel like everybody else, like August, I seen them like. Everybody, I done tapped in everywhere else. Yeah. Jeremiah, yeah. Gucci, everybody. Like, like your music is well documented. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. One question I got to ask you is like, um, when you first like started producing, what was kind of the group of records or one record that may have like took you to that next level that you're at now? Like, what, what was the song or who was the artist you were working with that took you to the next level, you think? I feel like when I first got into the industry, I feel like that was August Hacina who took me to the next level. I did a song with him called Wait. Um, I met him through a group called The Exclusive, so, you know, shout out to Ralph and Sean. But um, after that, I feel like being broke before with Lucci was, like, my first one that I would start seeing people wearing hoodies and, you know, seeing people walking around selling merch. So what I year was, is this? What year are going back? That's probably, like, two years ago. Okay. Maybe, like, 2018, end of 2018, 2019. Okay. Yeah, somewhere around that. So, being broke before came out with Lucci, so that was, like, my first one that I seen that I was like, okay, yeah, you can you can make a living off music for sure. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, as a producer, how do you get um, like your foot in the door and get your 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 um, instrumentals or, or music to um, a, a particular artist? Man, it's so hard nowadays, especially like with people just staying home and they're not really going out. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like now, like you got to collab with other producers who maybe got co like connections with. The artists, you know what I'm saying? You might need to get them a collab because both of y'all shopping the record, you got you got a better chance of getting a record placed than just, like, one one person shopping the record, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For sure. So I feel like that's the best way, just collabing with producers and meeting people, meeting people, managers, just sending it to the different plugs because you got different plugs who take a record and take it, take it to the artist and be like, all right, just throw me 5%. I do that, you know what I'm saying? Because you got some people that be so crabby about the percentages and like you're not really supposed to worry about that. I feel like you're just supposed to worry about the music getting into their hands and then you can work on, you know, you can work on everything else, you know what I'm saying, as long as your paperwork and yeah. your management the right way. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, like, I'm not saying, um, well, it's hard to really explain, but like, um, like some people, right, when they be like, yo, you should get into producing, like there will be another <laughs> voice in the room that would be like, Oh, producers don't get paid. You know what I'm saying? Nah, producers, like that. producers get paid, yeah. for sure, especially if you got the right management. But I feel like it's so hard on the songwriters, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of It kind of be so hard for the songwriters to get, get paid because for them to get an upfront, it be taking them a – like, they got to put out, put out a bunch of hits to get an upfront scene. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the producers, like, as long as you got your management and, you know, your lawyer kind of representing you the right way because – you know, shout out to Melita. That's my manager. You know what I'm saying? But she be she gonna go get the money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
you know, for sure. Yeah, and that's off every beat, pretty yeah. much. Like, pretty, yeah. would you say that like once you reach a certain level of producing, like it's kind of like uh, like clockwork or something like that, or just yeah, like, I mean, def- definitely, you know what I'm saying. But um, I I feel like every beat I don't really got to necessarily get cashed out on. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely want to get paid for like my work for sure, but yeah. it might be some certain instances that like. You might gotta believe in an artist, or like it might yeah. be an up and coming artist that ain't really got no money like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, all right, I just give you three, four beats. You know what I'm saying? That'd be my my way of helping you like get on, or you know what yeah. I'm saying? Cause maybe with the tag on it and, and everything on it, you might you know we might go up through there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a producer's tag right now? Like, what I, does it sound like? I do. It'd be like it. My everybody be saying it be too low, but it kind of be blending in for real. But it'd be like mono. So it'd be like right there at the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of the of the track. So I just like, made it like that because I be working with a lot of people with strong tags. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got strong tags. So I just wanted something that could just blend right in with everybody. You know? Yeah. So no, yeah. it's smooth though. One question I have for you: I saw like on your Instagram today, like uh, you're you, you and you talked about it a little bit about like uh, collabing with other producers. Yeah. Like, how does that work as far as uh, making one song? Um, how does that even work? Like, how does that one song have multiple producers on it? Like, I make, man, I, I make a lot of beats with, like, Parker and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, he'll pop it off. Then he'll get up from the chair, and I get in the chair. You know what I'm saying? I'll be popping it off. Or yeah. I'll pop it off, pay some keys. He'll, i get up. He'll sit right back down. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, so it definitely just depends. Or you can send it, we transfer it. You know what I'm saying? Because the coronavirus going on, people ain't been trying to be contact. So, you can send it. We transfer. You know what I'm saying. Get that collab going that way. But you definitely like somebody do the drums, somebody do the melodies, or somebody you know somebody yeah. arrange it. Like, but producer, I feel like production kind of getting crazy now because I feel like production is kind of getting into people are associating producers, and which it is producing for sure. But people are associating producers with putting records together. As far as like, I'm gonna grab the artist, I'm put him on the beat. Now nah, I'm a producer, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the people that's actually making the beat, they're considering us beat makers. That's more of an executive producer. Yeah, that's more of an executive producer. That's how it was, but now it's labeled as a, I'm producing the record. Like, I'm mm-hmm. producing the song, putting it together, and which is cool, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a talent to do that, too, to, to, to yeah. hear the So, hear like, artists. DJ Khaled is technically... DJ Khaled is a producer. He's a producer. He a producer, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He don't actually make the beat. Yeah, so. he a producer, you know what I'm saying? But uh, somebody like... You know, me and my gang, you know what I'm saying, we are like whip it up, you know, we consider beat makers, but we also get into the executive side too of producing the whole record and putting records together, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get into that bag eventually too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like what's the most important um like component of being a producer? Would you say like your keys work or your drums work or like what what um because obviously you gotta be kinda well rounded, you know what I mean, yeah. for for it to be a beat that somebody will be on. Or, or to make it to the level that you're at now, right? But, um, like, do you do you focus, or are you more of, like, a keys guy or a drum guy? Or, like, I, how would you describe your producing? I don't know. It's kind of hard. I'm kind of both because I play keys, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I definitely like hard hitting drums. So, like, I'm kind of – I feel like you kind of got to be both nowadays. But, like, but recently it kind of seemed like it been more about the drums, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want a nice little melody in the back, and then I'm just going to want some hard hitting drums, and then it's just going to go, you know what I'm saying? So – I've been on that wave a lot lately, but I definitely be staying to the R&B roots and everything like that for sure. Um, how do you find like like samples and how do you do all of that stuff? Like as far as just making mm-hmm. it be from like complete Man, scratch. I mean, where so, does 
I mean, I definitely get like samples from like loot guys and stuff like that. I, I definitely like. What's that? Like you got some, you got some groups of people that all they do is specialize in just making loops. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm finna sign like a group called Platinum Library. Like I'm finna mm-hmm. sign them. They they a group of loop guys, so they play like guitar and you know mm-hmm. like vocal samples. But I also make my own loops too. So yeah, it just kind of depends on how you feeling that day. You know, because mm-hmm. you know I like to be able to be able to play the keys and put filters on it and make my own samples too. So yeah. Now, do you make the beats like? At your crib, because now with like modern day technology, you could just grab a laptop somewhere and before you ever get to the studio and like cook up, right? Yeah. So, what's your creative process like as far as making a beat? Like, what was it like this week or something like that? Did you make what, a beat this week? week? Said, yeah. Where the day we shot a cook up video today, you know what I'm saying? I woke up, you know what I'm saying? Smoked the blunt, you know what I'm saying? Thank God, manifested what I wanted, you know what I mean? And then just made beats, you know what I'm saying? I just popped it out with the keys. Or like the you first, got your laptop open. Yeah, laptop open. Like I got my laptop set up to like external, so it got like the, it just got the desktop looking feel to it. So I just got up. My first beat, I started out with the drum, put some keys over it. The second beat, started out with the melody. You know, what I'm saying, I just put the 808s on it. So mm-hmm. it really just depends on how you feeling for real. You know, yeah. is it all um like like digital on the computer? or Do you have like um. Not like some people like have like keyboards yeah. on them or yeah. Nah, I got a, I got a keyboard. Okay. I just bought a uh, Novation keyboard from Sweetwater, and then I got like I got my electronic VSTs too because I'm, I'm doing this thing with Roland. Um, so shout out to Roland. I've been doing this thing with Roland that they've been sending me VSTs and they gave me like the VIP membership to just to get any Roland keyboard. They're gonna start sending me keyboards and I'm doing like a vlog on my YouTube channel. So I'm gonna start doing like a bunch of, like um, keyboard reviews and stuff on there too. So. That's what um, we do. So you're a native of Atlanta? I, I'm from here, yeah. Okay, you know, man. What was it like growing up out here, man, for somebody that would not know? Or in what part of Atlanta you from and break all that yeah. stuff down? Like, well, shout so, out. I, so I was born in East Point, you know what I'm saying? That's like the south side of Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I moved from there. I moved to Ellenwood. So that's like Henry County, DeKalb. You know what I'm saying? I'm right on that borderline, Henry County, DeKalb. So it's, it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like you got your good people. You got your scammers, you know what I'm saying? You got mm-hmm. your takers, you know what I'm saying? You got your people that want to get some money, you know what I'm saying? You got your people that, you know what I'm saying, that's just cool with not being nothing too, you know what I'm saying? So you got your you got your mix of everybody, you know. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people in Atlanta now trying to be, like, entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. trying to get into, like, real estate, you know, trying to get into, like, stocks, for and, sure. you know. So, like, I feel like that's what's dope about Atlanta. Like, we're becoming, like, the new Hollywood, for real, like. Yeah. Real, yeah, honestly, it already kind of is <laughs> like that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, no and that, that brings up another question as far as just, like, when you're at the level that you're at now, it's like Grammy level or, like, yeah. Platinum level or yeah. something like that, do you spend a lot of time from, like, Atlanta to L.A. or, like, yeah, any I spend other like, city? I'm, like, half and half. Like, I spend, like, half the time in Atlanta, half the time in L.A., for real. But, like, since Corona been going on, like, folks been stuck in Atlanta, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people ain't been going nowhere. So, I go to Miami tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? To work on music, and then I'd be back, and then I'd be in L.A. after that. So Yeah, what's your preference as far as, like, um, like just the creative process? Would you rather be in L.A. making music, or would you rather be, like, kind of home in Atlanta making music if you had to choose? I'd rather be at home in Atlanta, I ain't going to lie. Because, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I like the vibe in L.A., but I really like the roots of Atlanta. I feel like when people move, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like when people be from here and move to L.A., it like they sound get so thin. It's like they forget where that 808 supposed to hit, like or, mm-hmm. or something. Like I don't know where they be. So I'd rather be here in the roots, man. You know what I'm saying? Just where everybody at for real. Okay, man. Uh, like, what was uh some of the people who influenced you coming up out here in Atlanta, or was it some out of town folks? Like, 
What what music um, do you uh did you listen to growing up that Man, that's crazy. I was really on like soft rock growing up. No, What's that? Like soft rock like Creed. So I was I listening don't know what that is. Oh, oh, like was, soft rock? It's soft rock, yeah. Okay, I uh, yeah, So yeah, I was right. listening to like Creed and like Children Don't Stop Dancing and that type of music and then like I got into like the third motivations with the Jesus and you know what I'm saying and and then that just found you know of course Outkast and you know that that whole that whole album Big Boy and I'd be on the crypt tonight and you know what I'm saying like yeah. that definitely like paid away and everything for sure. Okay, all right, man, that's what's up. Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh the uh the, I saw it on your profile the like you're in a group with called Merge. Yeah. With other producers. So yeah. Like break that down. What's it like to um like just do that and like how'd that come about? Man, that's different, man. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a group that um Deco and Parker started. You know, mm-hmm. so I was the last member that got into it. But like um we definitely like cause we always been bros, you yeah. know what I'm saying? How they, long have you known them for? A long time. Probably got to be since twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we got bros and then I know Parker had like some Lucci songs going on then and then he had like some Nicky Heaton songs going on and then and just when he caught Slippery, like, I was over at the crib. He was like, bro, I got a song coming out on Culture One. Like, I feel like it's going to go crazy. Yeah. And it went crazy. You know what I'm saying? It went crazy. Mm-hmm. So, like, after that, he started, like, just started bringing me to the studio because people wanted sessions from him. He was like, oh, you my bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I know you're going to play your beats. They're going to think they hard. Yeah. So, like, y'all was playing my beats. They be like, oh, yeah, we want that beat. We were getting on them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we just started running it up together, like, collabing together before start getting on a bunch of records. But long story short, like, with Merge. I just got into it and we started like going around doing DJ sets. Like we opened up for Ski Master Slump Guy. I don't know if you know, you know yeah, what that, know is. What yeah. that is. Yeah. So we opened up for Ski Master and you know that was a pleasure doing what that. What you so. mean you opened like it was like a party or? No, what? he had a he had a tour. He was on tour. Okay, ah, uh, yeah. So yeah. we opened up on his tour. You know, nice. so we was a set before his tour. Um, so like that definitely was a vibe. We was jumping up and down in the crowd. It was like a hundred, a hundred, a hundred thousand white folks seen like. Everybody was just jumping up and down. Yeah, down that shit. Everybody was drunk. Like, yeah. no, it's definitely a different vibe than regular producing hip hop. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a different crowd, different audience. Yeah, I got another question as far as um, just just producing in general, right? Like, um, the way I understand it is like, say if um, like you're a pretty well known producer, mm-hmm. like you're gonna want to mess with an artist that's gonna come through and cop like eight beats from you or right. something like that, or like somebody with a bigger budget from a label or something like that. Right. So what like what goes into like the 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 the, the um, budgeting from the label before they like even get at you? You know what I mean? It, for for a few beats or one or two beats. Oh yeah, they. I mean they they contact you and be like, okay, this is this beat available. And be like, yeah, it's available. Then you know you kind of give them your lawyer or manager info. In my case, I give them my manager info because she's like so well communicating back and forth with my lawyer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So uh, I give them my manager info, and then they go back and forth with my lawyer on paperwork through email. And then once they figure it out, you know what I'm saying? That's they beat. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but what about like say if um like you you produce um for example uh, for August Alcina like five different songs to my knowledge right yeah yeah so that's like, coming what's out it like for him copying five is it just the same process he gonna come yeah. up front like y'all want these five or yeah I want these five and then they'll put them five in email and then they'll we'll agree on you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. price and you know what I'm saying paperwork and split sheets and because everybody involved got to be breakdown in the split sheets and mm-hmm. and then after everything like that agreed on you know they just yeah. put the song out they got the song it's, it's clear to go out because. If everybody don't agree, don't nobody make money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if it, it happened to a record and they put it out and 
the splits and dispute. And yeah. Nobody, everybody making zero dollars, so it got to be kind of figured out before it come out for real, you know. So yeah, no, nah, that's pretty much it. How they go? Yeah. Um, as far as the um the the slime tape with uh Chris Brown and yeah, and, slime and, and B. Know, yeah, slime and B. Yeah. yeah. Right. Did you peep that uh it was like uploaded to title or something like that and then taken down or something like that? Yeah, it was crazy what, because what was going on with that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird because why it, would it, something it, like that happen? Like it's taken up, it's uploaded and then it's taken down. I don't know. It got to be something with. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because I think so, I think stuff like that just happen when the kind of like uploading music mm-hmm. or like if you try to rush and put the put your album in and try to make the deadline or something it might not you know so it might not clear before you trying to put it out so mm-hmm. it, that's why i kind of came out on soundcloud first yeah and then then it hit apple music so you know so it kind of affected it a little bit but you know it's all good yeah okay um do you um receive like money off the back end for for streaming or like how does yeah, that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course. I mean, they, your your money that come out the back end for streaming is just like based off of the splits that was agreed on. So like, mm-hmm. if it's a hundred percent of the record, however much that somebody agreed on, mm-hmm. then that's it. You know, what I'm saying you get paid out whatever the record makes. You know, so you get paid out that that percentage that y'all agreed on on the split sheets. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying so. Um, for a producer, how do you feel about like um like I guess producers that are like uh, at a smaller level level than you, right? Yeah. Putting their music up on YouTube for anybody to just download and take, and, and making their own song out of their uh, instrumental that they put on YouTube for people. I feel like they came up with something because if you haven't, if you don't already have relationships to get to the artists and get them beats, mm-hmm. then you got to figure out a way to make money if you want to live off of making, making beats. You know what I'm saying? So I think they mm-hmm. figured out how to monetize. That YouTube channel, yeah. and then they put the beat up there, and it don't matter if they're downloading it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm still gonna make money off the streams that people listen to my beat over and over. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think they came up with a new stream of income like that people trying to get on. So I feel do like you that, do it or or not? No, I don't do it. No, I don't do it. But I'm definitely like starting the YouTube channel because of because of the monetizing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like a definitely another stream of income that goes into trying to be a producer. I feel like because. It was at one point that people were so focused on, like, I'm trying to get placement after placement after placement. And it's so slow because for some reason in the music industry, is is they pay out slow or it might take a long time for somebody to pay you for a record or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why you've been seeing people post, like, producers must get paid before we send stems to the track outs because it's like it, it got to be, like, a real issue, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, they definitely trying to get better with it for it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, as far as like somebody taking a beat off of YouTube, right? But they make it a hit record. Um. But say the business or something wasn't right, then then what would you do? You know what I'm saying? As a producer, just hypothetically. Man, you know I mean? like, if the business wasn't right, I mean, I would have your lawyer. Get I would, in contact yeah, I would with have. Person. Yeah, I would have my management and my lawyer get in contact with him. You know, I try a couple times, and if I can't get into contact with him, I'm just sending a cease and desist. With me, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, I got to come down. Until we got until we figure out what we got to do, you know. But I feel like you know if everything get if everything want to go in order, I feel like my management can get to his management and be like, "Oh, we need this certain percentage for the record." I feel like we could work that out without having to even take no record down. So I feel like that'd be pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I got another question for you as far as like working with artists, right? Yeah. Um, have you ever like mm-hmm. on the producer side? Have you ever? Like had to work with an artist that had a big name. You don't got to name them or something like, but they yeah. had a big name, but they were kind of hard to work with. Um, what's that like, man? Break that down. 
Man, or maybe it never happened. I don't know. Nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't really had that experience because, like, I feel like I get along with folks. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, people be into it with people. I don't even know why for real, but I feel like I get along with folks. Like, I got a good mixture of, like, hood shit. And mm-hmm. goddamn, um, you know what I'm saying, being about some business, yeah, you know business what I'm saying? Shit, yeah. So, like, I'd be like, okay, I can I can kind of mingle with it. We made the two, you know what I'm saying? So, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't really had a bad experience, but I definitely done had somebody that wasn't as talented as I thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of weird because I say on the songwriter end, because you got to do a line 70 times, 80 times a line. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying, you might be trying to get them to hear a certain note in the background. And, yeah. You know, they don't really hear it for real. So, mm-hmm. so is there a difference between, like, producing at that point and engineering? Or, like, if you're... Yeah, yeah because engineering, because um, engineering, I feel like, is the most important part of the recording process, period. Like, the, yeah. the engineering got to be on point. He got to be as fast as the recorder going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you got somebody that he going the engineer gonna make the vocals sound good and he gonna make them crispy, he's gonna put your delays, your reverbs. But then you got a vocal producer. You know what I'm saying? That's the guy who gonna be sitting there going over backgrounds and he gonna give you the notes for the backgrounds and mm-hmm. he gonna give you the ad libs to say on the record, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely a difference between them two for sure. Yeah, um, did that answer my question? What was the what was the full question that I had though? Uh, is it is it was the difference between engineering and nah, vocal producer? Like kind of before that, before that. Oh man, don't worry about it. forget it, forget it. Let's move on. Um, um, yeah, as far as like, um, yo, you said that you said something like you you were working with artists, but you didn't really think they were that, as talented as they were. Yeah. Um, has anybody ever surprised you on the opposite end of like? Oh well, this person wild the hell out of me, and I never even heard of the guy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I hear that all the time. Like, you know, what I'm saying, I definitely like see up and coming artists that just be like, "But well, you mm-hmm. crazy," you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that, and that's when you gotta be like, "All right, I'm just gonna shoot you a couple beats," because you know, what I'm saying, I believe in you, you know, what I'm saying, because sometimes you gotta believe in something, you know. So I feel like it's just like a stop, like with the music, like any any time it could just explode, it could just go mm-hmm. up, you know what I'm saying? So. That's how I'd be liking to look at the music shit. Yeah. Um, you kind of briefly went over it. Like, who would you want to work with, like, now that you haven't worked with or done music with yet? Um, For sure, Post Malone. Post um, Malone. Post Malone, that's, like, the number one. You know what I'm saying? Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get into, like, the pop world, like, BB Rexes. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get into that world. But um, definitely Post Malone, Rihanna. Them, like, the main two. Drake. I ain't yeah. work with Drake. Kendrick. I ain't work with Kendrick. Um, just them, really them. If I could work with them, mm-hmm. I'm solid, man. We can get them. Go ahead, and take out with the real estate, then. Okay. Um, I got another question as far as like, uh, like getting the credit nowadays. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, do you feel that the Grammys is um should be still considered as like like the top of the line in, in, in music? Like, if you got a Grammy, obviously you would feel excited, but. It doesn't validate the entire music industry at the same time if you don't have one. Yeah. So, what's your opinion on a Grammy? Is that like a goal of yours to get a Grammy or or not? Nah? I definitely want a Grammy. I definitely want a Grammy. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's not end all be all. You know what I'm saying? It definitely don't. I feel like it don't. It don't make somebody's career if they don't like if they don't got a Grammy. I don't. I don't think it's lesser lesser than. But I definitely want one. Like I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want. I want the picture drinking out the Grammy and everything. Like I want yeah. the whole whole vibe. Like, yeah. Like, so for for Grammys, like when um even though like it may not be it's, you produce a song, but the artist gets the Grammy, and then what the Grammy ship 
uh, like a plaque or something to strip the trophy out to you. Like, well, if you produce the song, you get a Grammy too. But I think if you a uh, producer on the album, I think you get like a Grammy certificate. Okay. And they say you like a piece of paper, and a lot of people frame them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put it in the frame, put it in their studio. But mm-hmm. if you produce like more than half of the album, then you get a trophy too, just like the, the yeah. artist. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, that that um, brings up another like situation as far as like getting plaques and stuff back. Um, did you did, do you get plaques back yeah. from artists or yeah, is yeah. it from the label or how does that work? Getting well, plaques I back? get my plaques from Jewel Box Platinum. Yeah, um, what is that? So it's like the plaque company. That's like the official plaque company. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That kind of gives everybody their plaques. Um, so you just kind of just go in and just order them, and then you kind of prove that you was a part of the album. And, mm-hmm. And then after that, then they send you a plaque. So you got to kind of do it yourself as far as yeah, you got to do it yourself. And I, I wish you didn't, but you got to do it yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that after it went gold or it went platinum that they automatically just sent you a plaque. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. I wish they would. Yeah, that's that, how I thought it worked. I'm nah, glad it don't go like down. that. It don't go like that. Like, it go platinum or go. Or the label will get them in and then ship them to you or something. Nah, it don't go like that. It should go like that, but it don't go like that. But well, when it go platinum, then you got to reach out to the plaque company. And then be like, oh, I was part of this album I did. I produced mm-hmm. this, this, this. And then still, sometimes you still might not can't get. Damn. Was see. there any plaque that you got that you were just like the first plaque or something that you got that you were like, wow, like, I'm hanging this up? Hell yeah. My first plaque, I feel like, was um, Quavo Huncho. It was got um, Billboard number one. So that was like my first. What song? Quavo Huncho. It was How About That. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. So it was yeah. like that was my first plaque billboard number one. So I was like, when I got that one, I was like, okay. That's it, recent as hell too. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 Shout only, to that. Yeah. Only been like professionally in the music industry like a year. You yeah. Know what I'm saying like so. 20, like officially like signed like, or with a manager. Like, yeah. Or officially like doing stuff with like mainstream artists. It was mm-hmm. like 2019. Yeah, like end of 2018, 2019. Then you went crazy. Yeah. So 20. This is my sophomore year of producing. You know what I'm saying. So I feel like that's why. I, a lot of people be like, oh, what you produced, or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I ain't heard of you, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm still new and yeah. building brand and stuff like that. But, you know, I definitely don't been out here making songs for sure. Yeah, man, that's yeah, what's up, sure. man. Like, how'd you get your start out in producing? Like, what made you want to produce? Um, I understand that you were once an artist. Yeah, 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 yeah man. So what's, what's, cra- what's crazy, man, I was an artist first, so I was rapping, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, high school. And your name was the same, Romano? Yeah, it was T. Romano, you T. know Romano. what I'm saying, yeah, for sure. So I was rapping in high school, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I had I was in a group, and I was rapping in high school, and I ended up going solo, and you know what I'm saying? I was like my- Did you produce your own songs back then? No, nah, I didn't. I was buying them off SoundClick. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's crazy that it's just going back to, like, the online world and stuff like that because I was buying them back then. But I was buying beats, and then we got to, like, my first year in college. And then I still was a Where'd rapper. you go to college? Uh, Columbus State University. Columbus State. Where's that at? It's, like, Columbus, Georgia. Okay. So it's, like, probably, like, an hour and a half from here. You know what okay. I'm saying? So I went out there my first year. I was still trying to do the artist shit. So I was, like, going back to Atlanta, like, every weekend trying to, like, Go to it like niggas was super broke, so like mm-hmm. my mama tried to pitch in, like you know, what I'm saying send me money, you know, what I'm saying try to do a little shit, just try to just like get me to make it, you know, what I'm saying so like one time I was I was trying to get back home, I ain't had no like no money, like mm-hmm. I had like zero dollar, and then she I kept calling my mama, my auntie picked up, she was like, hey TJ, you know my family called me TJ, mm-hmm. like, hey TJ, you know, I said your mama, your mama, um. She in the hospital. She wasn't feeling good at work today. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, she going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mama kind of, like, 
you know, she, she kind of had a little anxiety anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she kind of was like, her being in the hospital to get checked on, you know what I'm saying, wasn't crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't crazy at the time. So, like, I let a few hours go by. So I hit her again. Now my dad, and I'm in the gym. My daddy called me. Mm-hmm. He like, T, where you at? I like, I'm in the gym. I'm working out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Me and my best friend. I like, I'm working out. He like, man, you got to get down here. You know what I'm saying? And my daddy, he he the kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? You talk to him, it's kind of always smooth. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 we kind of almost smooth. Like, even when shit be going or hitting the fan, mm-hmm. you'll talk to my daddy. It's going to seem like it's gonna seem like shit okay. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But this time, it didn't sound like that. It didn't sound like it, shit was going to be okay. So, my best friend got down, gave me some, his last $20. And I took it $20, put it in my gas tank, mm-hmm. got to Atlanta. Yeah. Got down, got to the hospital. Got down, seen my daddy, and then got down. My mama was sick at four. I got into the, got into the hospital room. My mama light skin. You know what I'm saying? They had shaved her head off, shaved, oh, wow. shaved, shaved her hair off. Got down. They had a tube going from like the top of her head all the way down her body. Wow. Got down. It was some crazy shit. So like, she was in the hospital. She had a brain aneurysm. Mm. But I was finna sign the MMG at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was on. Um, it was this guy named Tomcat. He, he, um, engineer for. Ross and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he was taking me back and forth, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out the paperwork with Ross. So he bought he brought a guy to my mom's job. Yeah. And the guy sat in the back seat. He was like, man, if you like his music, bro, don't be going too crazy because we're trying to get him for a good good price. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get him for, like, we're not trying to sign him for a high numbers. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah, they yeah. probably going to give me, like, a 50 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they were going to give me. Mm-hmm. So they played my music. The guy in the back went crazy. Boom. My mama got there. Passed out. So Tomcat had grabbed my mama, put her in the back seat, mm-hmm. got there, lay my mama back. She had, you know, brain aneurysm. You don't survive it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they had the four minutes to take her to the hospital. So the ambulance got there. The ambulance clotted her blood, took her to the hospital, got down. After she was in the hospital for a little second, she was like, why you here? Like, why you not in the studio? Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, why you not recording like why you not like producing for people yeah so i was like man i'm not understanding at the time i'm like man you sick as hell like mm-hmm. i can't even believe you asking me to get down go to the studio record or write do anything like that so i left went to the studio after that day i ain't rap since or put no music out since i was like, i'm just gonna produce for people write for people mm-hmm. and it ended up being my calling you know what i'm saying yeah. so like people ask me why i haven't put no music out since it's because I always felt like God was taking me away from that path. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I of felt being like, an artist. Yeah, of being an artist. He wanted me to produce and write for people because when I started doing that, it's like people was like, oh, boy, you crazy with the music. Like, it just, yeah. all of a sudden, just started getting too crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I always felt like I was supposed to just be going towards the producing and writing, but I'm finna drop some songs soon, though, so. You know what I'm saying, for sure. Yeah, as far as your music as an artist, how would you describe your music as an artist? Were you more rapping? Were you singing? I'm um, kind of, well, when I was when I was an artist back then, I was straight rapping. I was yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, I was trying to do the straight bars, but I feel like if I put it out now, it'll be more of a mixture. You like know what I'm saying? Melodies it, it, and stuff it, like It'll that. be some melodies into it, because like, I feel like folks don't just be wanting to hear straight bars all the time unless it's like some club shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like niggas don't be wanting to hear straight bars all the time, so... Especially coming from me, and I'm from Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's definitely like, so I want to do like a vibe and give folks a vibe, rapping, like a little singing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A little vibe to it, for sure. What was it like making that transition from uh, artist 
to producer? Was it smooth or like like what, what was it like picking up the pieces of like? It was. You know what? I'm gonna try strictly producing it. It was smooth because and like, then fighting the temptation of not getting on your own tracks and, sh- and shit like that. It was pretty smooth because like I feel like after my mom got sick, like that it broke that part of part of the music away from me so much it just mm-hmm. made me just want to just produce a right for people so like yeah i just was like fuck the artist shit i ain't doing it you know what i'm saying i'm just yeah. going straight produce for writing people and then it just started going crazy like it started doing what it was supposed to do you know mm-hmm. what i mean what was like the first big um like record you produced like out of coming coming out of that situation <sighs> you think it was august it was oh, august for sure it. yeah so i was in the group at that time too and then we had produced it together so the august i seen it like I met him at the studio through Ralph and Sean, like I was saying earlier, and goddamn, he just was like, bro, produce for me, write for me, you know what I'm saying? I want your beats, like, I'm trying to hop on your beat, like, I was like, okay. So he just kind of took it to, like, the industry level, like, he took it from, like, all right, I'm writing, producing for my buddies in a in a, in a spot to, mm-hmm. okay, like, this a real thing, we putting it out, getting a million streams, like, I was like, okay, this is different, you know what I'm saying? This yeah. like, is a different vibe. Yeah. When yeah. uh when uh you were an artist, did you record yourself? Uh, yeah, back I, then? yeah, yeah, I recorded myself, you got man. Your own equipment and all that stuff, like how, yeah, how yeah, yeah. I was got down working for like Geek Squad online support space mm-hmm. in school. You know what I'm saying? So I had got like my first online support space check. It was like three bands. Mm. Man, I spent it all on studio equipment. So like in my mama's spot, I had like the computer mm-hmm. inside it. I had the little closet with the covers and got down. We was in there with the covers Everything. with the mic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was a little vibe. Like all my partners would just pull up on me. Like it was yeah. a little vibe. Yeah, I'm actually going through that right now. My homie, he bought like a like a home studio situation for like twelve hundred. Like the yeah. laptop, yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this guy can make like a song in like five minutes now. So well, he's already making music. But yeah. He, he took like a long, long time off. Like you know what I mean? From like what, like teenagers, like you know what I mean? Seventeen, eighteen to like now. Like, now. Damn. Yeah. So Hold he it took. Now. He like twenty seven now. Twenty seven. Yeah. So he took but a lot of time. It's never too late off. now, though. But he can uh, engineer himself. Like he know how to do all that stuff, yeah. bro. So it's, it's never like, too. It's never too late because like I definitely like to engineer my own music because you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. I feel like I want my own vibe on it. You know what I'm saying. But a lot of people don't know how to engineer. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's important. Like especially with up and coming producers because. You can get in with an artist and be like, all right, I'll record you for free. You know what I'm saying? That'd be your sacrifice. And be like, I'll record you for free. But and by while I'm recording you for free, you're going to be getting on my beats. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're going to be doing everything. You're going to be promoting me too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm doing it for free, but you're going to be promoting me too. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, that's a good way to get in engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, For any, like, um up-and-coming up producers, right, Um, like, what would be some of the best advice you you could give uh, upcoming producer out there listening in, or something like that? Somebody, somebody that that maybe just bought their first thing, or yeah. maybe even thinking about producing or or buying their own equipment, Man, stuff like that. It's a long road, but it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like try to get better every day doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Try to focus on what you got going on, like. Don't look at – I feel like where a lot of producers get messed up at, they look on Instagram and they see people, like, dropping placements every day, every day, every day. Mm-hmm. And then they be like, well, they dropping placements every day and, and they make make me feel like what I'm doing is really not good enough for real. And that's not the case. As long as you getting more than you was getting last week or last month, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's, you're still yeah, going in the right direction. Yeah, you got it. you going in the right direction for real. So I feel like people be trying to move too fast. Like people be like, okay, like, oh, I want to just jump in, produce when everybody ain't going to go like that. You got to produce for, like, I met J. Cole through Cars. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I met Cars through my manager, you know what I'm saying? But I would have never met J. Cole 
but I would have never met Cause, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would have never met Cause if I would have never met, you know. what I'm saying my manager, like you got to kind of go through, you got to yeah. keep, you got to keep going through people, you know. What I'm saying to get to the people, you feel me? So mm-hmm. for sure. Has there any uh, ever been an artist that you uh, used to listen to, um, that you produced for now or did a song for now that you were like kind of like wow, like I can't believe? Yeah, Chris, doing- Chris for sure. Like you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like uh, my partner was like, oh yeah, yeah, man, we gonna get on Chris or like my partner Shell was like, but I'm having dreams, but we gonna get uh, get on Chris. Mm-hmm. And now we on Chris, we on we on Chris last two projects, you know what I'm saying? Like we've been on Chris, so like it definitely been a blessing, you know what I'm saying? Just putting it putting it out there because you know I'm a big believer, like manifesting, getting what you want, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Facts. Yeah, yeah. Facts, man. Sure, oh man. man, um, what else could I ask you, man? As far as sure. being a producer, being a being an artist, um, do you feel like like there's like a hierarchy, right? Here in Atlanta, I feel like as far as just artists in general, is like the a list, B list, C list, D list. Um, do you feel like this kind of like that for producers now? Because producers, like you know, what I mean, with the with the tags now, it's like they the new superstar. Yeah, they they damn near. It's definitely yeah. that. It's definitely or like that. new producers are coming in every year and taking like the reins of like yeah. I didn't. This dude wasn't anywhere last year, but now he's all over the radio. So like, like what's a- that kind of like? Like I definitely feel like we definitely have that. Like A list is gonna be like your. I feel like as far as brand purposes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? A-list is going to be like your Take Heath, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's going to be like your Murders, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or 808. Or, or, 808 Mafia, yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? OG Parker, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I feel like that's A-list brand-wise, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? B-list, I feel like I'm in there, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I feel like we don't produce for everybody, you know what I'm saying? But we just got to get our brand and catch up with it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then you got your C-list people who might be – Somewhere on the borderline of the industry, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, but they haven't really found found their way in yet. Like, like they may be like, all right, I fought with Atlantic, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but you you really they ain't found nobody at a, as an artist that's gonna fuck with your shit from Atlantic yet, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So you got that wave of people, and then you got your D-list producers who still trying to get on, you know yeah. what I'm saying, who still trying to make it, you know what I'm saying. So you definitely got that for sure. Mm-hmm. What's it like being in that but being I, in that era now, thinking like. Yeah. Damn, like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause like, cause I'm finna be in A yeah. list soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Headed to A-list I'm right headed now. to A list soon. I feel like I'm in my transition from B list to A list right now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, especially coming in as a songwriter and producer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm a I'm in that transition onto the A list. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I definitely I don't know. I feel who like you think, who you think is the uh, who you think who you think is the best producer? Can you like best or or, like, or, or popular? Like the best. Like not, not even just in your opinion, like just, or just best some, producer some, cooking some, up. Some of your favorite producers, yeah, cooking up. Right I mean, now, right now, not all. Time. I mean, my favorite producers, as far as best, best, I feel like I don't put up on them, and they don't cook up. You know, what I'm saying we don't cook up some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Is me and my gang. I feel like so me, yeah. Parker, Smash, David, nonstop, go Grizz, Pooh, goddamn. I know I'm missing somebody, mm-hmm. but uh, skip on the beat. Yeah. Um, Bezo, like me and my gang, I feel like we the best one out for real right now. You know what okay. I'm saying? And outside of my gang, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I fuck with like niggas like Buddha Bless. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I fuck with niggas like that. You know what I'm saying? I definitely think niggas like that is talented. You, you, a lot of um, some of the, some some of the guys like they have good brands, but um, their face ain't really out there. Like, <laughs> like their brand yeah. is bigger than their face. Yeah, than yeah. For real. So, so like Buddha blesses be I don't know what he looks like. Like he could yeah. walk past him right now. I wouldn't know what he who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But nah. everybody knows who that is. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
Nah, he definitely like. I feel like he definitely a, a dope producer mm-hmm. or like foreign tech. I feel like he dope producer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like OG OG Parker. I I would know who that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Facial recognition. Yeah, 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 is yeah. Well, yeah, for real. So the branding is important. You know, social media is important. Like even the YouTube niggas get on the YouTube. That shit important. Like mm-hmm. for people to see you cooking it up. Like they be like, okay, I, I hear Mono on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I hear it say that. But you know what I'm saying? But I I probably be skipping over because I don't even really recognize the tag. But now I hear it and then I'll be like, Oh now I met Mono damn, I seen Mono on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Seen Mono on the podcast, you know what I'm saying? I heard the tag on that. So Yeah. You just gotta just keep the branding going, you know. Yeah. What's some of your uh favorite songs that you've made that uh do you think that are still kinda underrated? Do you think? Um, you had to choose like a, a few songs that you made man, underrated song. You know what I mean? Even though the stream is going crazy, it's still underrated. What, what um, I feel like Perfect Timing with Jeremiah Todd Allison. I mm-hmm. feel like um that my, that whole My Time album was slept on, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But it was just a rough time at R&B at that time. But I feel like that song was slept on. I feel like... um. And what Was there ever a song that you didn't think that was that crazy, that went crazy, or you think everything that you make is crazy? I think everything I make crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know I what I'm saying? That, I, you know what I'm saying? I figured that would be the answer. Yeah, like, everything I, I, I make I is figured, crazy. I figured everything I make crazy, but you know what I'm saying? That's just me. I just be like vibing out. I just be feeling like that shit gonna go. Especially when I be in the in the house, and you know what I'm saying? I might be two, three blunts in. Mm-hmm. I be goddamn in the zone. Like, I feel like that shit gonna go. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when I send it out, somebody gonna get on it, and make a smash on it. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna get up out of there. Yeah. Do you make um? Do you produce beats? Uh, Specifically for an artist, like nah, I'm gonna make this be specifically for them, or is it kind of just free game as far it, as it really free game? It, it really free game, and then then really, I you mean, you don't really look at beats as far as like, oh, now nah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna just produce this for this person. Nah, I definitely hear like people on it when I'm making it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't like really. I really don't like producing when I be like, damn, I got to go in here and make ten beats for this person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it don't never end up like that. I just like to just right, I'm gonna cook up. And then whatever be whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to send them out, and then whoever get on them, just go get on them, and they're going to try to handle yeah. the paperwork. Was there any song that was like, oh, you know what I mean? You, you thought it would be for one type of artist or one type of song, and it came out to be something totally different? Yeah. Uh, shit, Indigo. Indigo was one of them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I thought that was just like a jolly beat, you know what I'm saying? One of them. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put like some friendly bells and put an 808 in it, you know what I'm saying? So. I thought it was one of them Justin Bieber, one of them type. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he ended up getting on and making it his intro. So mm-hmm. that definitely was a dope vibe. Damn, damn, man. That's what's that up, shit was bro. crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, what's it like being in that transition stage right now, though, man, from being like, like you're already at the top of uh, the music industry, yeah, right? But what's yeah. it like um, just kind of building your own brand and just getting your face out there? Um, what's it I, like for you? I enjoy it, man. I definitely enjoy it. You know, it's 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 different for me because you know I be low key. You know, what I'm saying out of town, I'm a very private person. Like you know, what I'm saying? especially with my personal life. And, you know, what I'm saying my woman, and mm-hmm. shit I be having going on. Like I be definitely be trying to stay you know, private. You know, what I'm saying, but you know, you got to get out there. I feel like especially if we trying to be the next set of millionaires, and next set of goddamn entrepreneurs. Like you kind of got to get out there and just spread your face because I feel like. Just like Jay Z, Jay Z was saying about your goddamn your network. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's your network for real. Like it's definitely that for real. So like you got to get out there and spread your brand to get people to notice you and want to connect with you. You know what I'm saying? Do different things. So for sure, it's important, man. For real. Yeah. As far as um putting like the work in and putting in the hours, like um 
like how do student sessions like like work for you? Um, like, do you like working like at nighttime, like after midnight, or because that's why I, I would assume like most of the music's being done like after midnight from like the hours from midnight to like four yeah. in the morning or something like that. It do be that, you know what I'm saying? It do be it do be like late night. I like writing like to like three four in the morning, you know okay. what I'm saying? But like if I get up and wake and bake, like I definitely like. Cooking up during the daytime too, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That that that, that be a vibe. Like in the studio or just at the crib? Both, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like studios, I be trying to like hit Mean Street or something like that during the day. Mm-hmm. Or what's your favorite uh, studio out here? I follow Mean Street, you know what I'm saying? I follow Mean Street A Room, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It definitely got a vibe to it because I feel like a lot of other studios be having like latency and the headphones. And, oh, yeah, with that, with none of that shit. But I definitely look forward to Mean Street. Yeah, thing. Mean Street, Patchwork. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Mean Street, Patchwork, definitely good vibes in the A, for sure. Yeah. Break down some of your songwriting, man, as far because we, we, we spend a lot of time on producing and then yeah. your music as an artist, solo, and everything like that. Yeah. Like, what's it like songwriting and just not even. Not even thinking about the producer's part, just like no, I'm about to. Man, it's do you write a, now? You say you don't like to produce for a specific artist. Do you write for a specific artist? I don't like to do that neither. I kind of just like to just write. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just kind of just let let it be what it be because I feel like definitely right now at my career, I feel like my production is way higher than my writing accolades. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. because I came in as a producer, so I'm just now starting to. All right, he go. I, I write too. You know what I'm saying? I'm writing for people. Like I wrote mm-hmm. for August. I seen it as. Coming out on twenty six, you know what I'm saying. So like, I feel like niggas now, like, okay, I want you to, I want you to put your pen on some shit, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and make the beat and kind of be part of the whole process, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So I follow that. I, I really rather do that, be part of the whole process, you know process. what I'm saying, for sure. How the heck do you write an R and B song though? Like, that's kind of hard. Like, don't they be having uh, <laughs> they have like whole songwriter teams now and everything like yeah, that. Like, yeah, the music yeah. industry is really uh, compartmentalized. I feel like as yeah. far as specialists and. Yeah, for sure. How, I, how does that work, man? Like writing an R and B song now, man. It's a vibe, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> I what can't saying? even imagine that. <laughs> you just gotta just tap in, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, you know, men just off strength. I ain't trying to have no emotion, you know what I'm saying? We trying to be, you know, all tough and everything like that. But you know, R and B, you kind of just gotta tap in and just be like, okay, what would a woman want me to say? You know what yeah. I'm saying? How would they want to feel? You know what I'm saying? What can I say to make them feel good? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and people, you already was an artist, so you already uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tap into that bag. Yeah, so I can tap into do you, that bag. Do you, do you write it? Uh, do you write a pen and pad, or like, what's your what's your creative process like? Nah, I put straight it, pen. Nah, uh, I, I mean, in, uh, I mean, uh, like, put on your phone. Like, how's <laughs> it, how's it work? Nah, I actually like just pull up the beat, Pro Tools, <laughs> put the headphones on. And then I just put the headphones on, and then I just mumble out a melody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and then I'd be like, do you want to fuck tomorrow? Uh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Okay, I can do whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can turn it into a, a song. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's definitely a vibe. I just mumble it, and then I hear it. I'd be like, oh, that could sound like I'm saying that. I'm mm-hmm. going to say that. I'm going to put it on there. Yeah, and just kind of just tie it together, tie it onto the hook. What I'm talking about in the hook, I got to make sure I'm talking about it in the verse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, just would you say people would be surprised if they knew like, like their favorite artist wasn't really um, writing their songs no more? Like, is it just because I don't yeah. think people really care? Yeah. People really care about the finished product and the fact that it's accessible on iPhone now and it you dep- can just play it. It depends. You know I mean? It depends on who you're talking about because some people that, especially the people that acclaim, they'll be like. Oh, I write my shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm all about writing my shit. Mm-hmm. And then they give people to write for them. I feel like that's when people be like, man, you don't write. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or they do that. But 
and they come out the gate, you know what I'm saying, be like, man, I take records, you know what I'm saying, I take, you know, I take verses, like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like they wouldn't get too much criticism, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about specifically, you talking about more for hip-hop, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, for, yeah. for R&B. Cause like, oh, nah, niggas don't cause care. Because, like, cause Nick, you say I feel niggas like, don't care? Nah, I don't feel like, I don't feel like people think people writing them. I don't, I don't need... Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Chris Brown be writing his own shit sometimes. The he way do. That shit, he the do way that sometimes. shit be sounding. The he way that he should be sounding. Nah, he do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? He do. He definitely be having he having his own vibes when he just yeah. writes his own shit. You and know then what he saying? come out and rap sometimes now, too. Yeah, so. he definitely be writing his own shit, but he also take records. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like... It's like kinda, a balance. It's kind of balance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I definitely would be like that. If I was a straight up R&B artist and nigga had a vibe or a hook, Shit, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it. I mean, shit. Yeah. I'm Cause everybody I'm, getting paid. Everybody I ain't got that much. Man. Yeah, cause it's just a co-write. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm always gonna be part of the writing process. Just cause that's who I am. You know what I'm saying? But people ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a different age. Like you can get somebody a whole career and be like, "This mm-hmm. your catalog. This what you drop in the next three, four years." Like, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of slip, be straight after Damn. that. Yeah. What about the hip hop side? As far as like people not writing their own music and stuff like that. I couldn't. I couldn't, I, I couldn't be on that because I couldn't be like, oh, I'm a lyricist and I'm finna hit you with the bars and I got to get on the podcast and radio interviews and spit uh, 16 yeah. and somebody else done wrote it. Like, I feel like that's just a big cap. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't even be on that. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. I ain't nah, with that vibe. Right. But R&B ain't too bad. I feel like R&B, niggas know folks ain't writing all the R&B songs. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be like five, six writers on the R&B songs, I feel like. That's it, crazy. Um, how you feel about the music industry is changing as far as like, like we're pretty much past CDs at this point. Like my, oh, we my, way past the yeah, CD. My, my car, my car don't even take CDs no more. It's, it's crazy. Like it's no CD. In, yeah. You can't even put a CD yeah. in there. Yeah, no, you can't even put right? a CD in there. But um, like. Um, we kind of like uh, got rid of like the album artwork and like the artwork is still there, but the the, the booklet and shit. Yeah, the booklet. Um, yeah, is it's pretty much gone now, yeah. right? So like the only time you can really look up who made the damn song now on titles and you click uh, on yeah. the credits, and then it, it'll it'll be there, right? But, yeah. Um, do you kind of miss the fact that like when you, when you used to produce back in the day, you say um, like the artist and the producer would be like all in the booklet and like, yeah. Read it with your hands and shit like that. Open nah, it up. Nah, like, you don't I mean, really give a damn. I don't really give a damn because they got like Wikipedia now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like, my Wikipedia page is gonna be up in like two, three weeks. You know? What yeah. I'm saying? So like, they got Wikipedia pages now, to where you could be like, okay, you could type in Romano, and mm-hmm. then it, it, everything will pop up. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, you worked on this. You know what I'm saying? You worked on all of this. So, mm-hmm. but so I feel like that's what it's gonna come to now. Like going online or like you say iTunes, you can scroll all the way down and see the lyrics and see who wrote it and produced it. So. Yeah. I feel like it's a vibe that way. What's the uh, what's your favorite project that you've worked on so far? You think, or like um, top favorite project? Got to be Indigo. Indigo. Chris um, Brown. Yeah, I feel like that was like a top project. You know, what I'm saying and we had three on there, so like we definitely was trying to just lock in. You know, do something different. I feel like Natural Disaster. I feel like that was a slept on record on the album, but I feel like that was like one of my favorite ones. That mm-hmm. was that was on the album for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Um. Yeah, man, uh, we tapped in, in on yeah, the war report, man. How you feel about in, the war report right now? Hey, man, y'all we going crazy, like man. I like, like this art, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, like, this, this, uh, I'm going to create a few more of these. They're kind of hard to get, but I'm going to... Especially, these? like, these I probably won't recreate. The, this two, these how you made, how you made these, man? Um, There's, like, a, I'm from Jersey, right? So they got this um, little factory in Brooklyn called Art the Frame. You just order online, pick it up. All right. Um, 
Yeah, bro. I just ordered it, man. You know what I'm saying? How to do what you got to do. But um, I don't think I got no Corona, man. I ain't got the Corona, man. Nah. Uh, if you had to, uh, <laughs> if you had to uh, compare yourself to like any producer or any like mega producer in the past, like who would it be? I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it's one. Yeah. I feel like it's different because um, I don't know. Is there any super producer from the past that you look up to specifically? Like, like if you had to choose from like the Pharrells, the Timberlands, the I mean, Kanyes. I definitely like Timberland. The most Timberland, I like definitely Timberland the most out of out of them. Timberland, Dr. Dre, but Timberland mm-hmm. for sure. You know what I'm saying? I definitely had the opportunity that opportunity last time I was in Miami. He pulled up to the studio. We had like made like probably four or five beats together. You know what I'm saying? He was we transferring them back and forth from the from the email. So he definitely like just to pick up game from him and see how the music industry used to be back in the day mm-hmm. when they was in it. Like he was talking about they were getting five, six hundred thousand dollars a beat. You know what I'm saying? So shit was way different then. You know what I'm saying? It was way different than it is now. So yeah. So definitely Timberland. I feel like he got that. He like he got that percussion that I like. You know what I'm saying? That little bounce. He put a little bounce on his music. The percussion that he used. And like, I feel like I fought with that a lot for sure. Okay, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, like, you you kind of, we kind of spoke about it a little earlier, but like uh, like looking for or like building up like a new artist or something like that. Yeah. Um. Like, are you on the lookout for new artists, or is it kind of whoever crossed your path at this point? Like, because you're oh, kind of... I mean, I got a few artists, that, you know, that's up and coming that I'm, that I'm rocking with, you know yeah. what I'm saying, already. Who are, who are they? So, so, like, Napoy, you know what I'm saying? She's a girl, you know what I'm saying? She's from mm-hmm. California. She definitely uh, is, like, a dope pop R&B-ish sound, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? She's young, you know, Johnny Blaine, he's, like, an Asian R&B singer, you know, mm-hmm. Trail, you know, you go by C4. He like a Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? I'm real, you know, I'm finna pull out yeah. the sticks, you know what Yeah, I mean? like, like, like for example, like, if you had to be like, yo, you know, uh, like, they gotta be on the war report next. Like, who who that artist, you know what I'm saying, that you think, like, or is a few artists that I gotta be looking out for, you think, Shit, C- for your C4 for sure. C4? You gotta look out for him for sure. Um, and I see your trail on YouTube, so he definitely, like, doing numbers, you know, he dropped mm-hmm. a song last week, did, like, 11K, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like, 50K in a month, you know. Yeah. So as an independent, somebody that's trying to get up there and just trying to do it, you know, he definitely doing some numbers. So I feel like him for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. You got any uh, any other like anything else you want to get off your chest, man? Before we end the podcast, anything like that, man? Like, man, shit. Not man. for shout know, outs. Just man, I mean, shout out to Roland for sure. You know, my management, Melita, mm-hmm. um, my attorney, Evita. Um, you know, shout out to Ralph and Sean, uh, the exclusives. You know, of course, Parker, my brother. Um, you know, shout out to everybody. You know, my yeah. company, BTY Global, you know, that's going on. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm signing. Producers to, writers to, artists Yeah, yeah, to. speak about that a little bit. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So, BTY Global, my company, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, I'm trying to make it a building, but we're going to keep that, you know what I'm saying, for another podcast. But eventually, I'm trying to make that a... Like his own studio. Nah, I'm trying to make it a whole brand, a whole a whole thing to where I can just bring artists and they, and they, and they, and they people that want to just watch them create together you know okay. what i'm saying so i'm definitely in the middle of that trying to get to that to that thing but bty global i'm just signing artists to producers too you know what i'm saying like i mentioned um platinum libraries earlier but platinum same lee um there's a couple of people that i'm trying to sign to my label so yeah definitely man bty global man eventually i'm gonna make it a half and half so it's half and half gonna be a label side and it's gonna be a publishing side so mm. you know definitely trying to be on my boss shit man you know what yeah. i'm saying for sure facts 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 man 
Yeah, yeah, yeah man. man. Shout out to shout out to Jake Hart, man, yeah. in the building, man. Not yeah. on camera, man. For sure, man. Shout out to Jake Hart, man. Shout out to everybody in the building. So I got man. a question for you. Yeah, man. What's my, what, what you got All right, for me, man? All right, man. So who you got winning the NBA title, man? The NBA title, man. Uh, man, if they bring back the the damn league. One man, but I think the Lakers might got him, man. The yes, Lakers, sir. LeBron yeah. finna go get his fourth ring. Yes, show. sir. Yes, sir. Show, all right, so who is the best player of all time? Michael Jordan, man. I don't know. Michael Jordan, dude. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> who you think LeBron is the best player? I'm going with LeBron, man. Nah, man. I'm Did you LeBron. watch the last dance? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched yeah, it. Yeah, you need to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, you need to rewatch it then, man. Because it's, it's pretty clear, it's clear to me, bro. That Michael Jordan's the best player of all time, bro. I don't know. He definitely was hard, though. But I, I'm going with LeBron. JK, 6'8. You running a four three, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Back then, LeBron would have been going crazy back nah, then. No, that's true. That's true. Oh man! But Jordan was ahead of his time, and he could play any era though. So I'm not going to say Jordan would be out doing it in this era. I don't know him. it because he would. He would though. He, he would have his I'm, way in this era too. I he, feel like he he would he he would he would, but it wouldn't be. It's crazy because yeah, it, it wouldn't would be been as crazy. It would be it would be Jordan, LeBron, KD, Alton Kumpo. It's like that's it's like, other superstars. It's like a bunch of niggas that's because Jordan was the first finesse nigga. He was like, I'm bring swag to basketball. I'm make niggas, you know what I'm saying? Where the wristband, headband, I'm bringing the swag to yeah. basketball. So I feel like that's why he was considered. The greatest. Nah, he, he was he really brought, that dude. That, he, he was, was really that tough. dude. He was that dude. But LeBron, he just going too crazy. Like back then, if LeBron was playing when Jordan came into the league, LeBron would have been going too crazy. He would have been like, <laughs> dude, that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, bro. Uh, I'm not sure if he told you, but I, I work for NBA TV now too. So that's hard. Yeah, yeah man. That's, that's a that's, blessing. That's what kind of brought me down here, to, uh, which is the crazy part. It's like NBA TV, and then I just. Having to keep meeting people and then just wanted to continue my podcast going. So this is this is a lot, a, man. This is that's a blessing, this is man. Big right here. Yeah, man. yeah, man. I'm definitely keep it going, yeah, man. I'm definitely got. Now I'm excited to see it, see your business grow, and see the podcast going. To I appreciate the, that. The Breakfast Club, you know. Yeah, what yeah, man? yeah, yeah. You yeah. like, oh shit, yeah, this shit going crazy. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. Uh, sure. I say, look into the camera, man. Shout out to Instagram, Twitter, oh, yeah, man. and should, all that shit. My, um, this your boy Romano, man. My Instagram is real X Romano on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm starting a YouTube channel. It's T Romano. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely uploading cook up videos on that soon ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Roland for the free BSTs and, a, and the VIP membership. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of important giveaways and stuff coming up with that. So, yeah, man. Shout out, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to the War Report, man. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at war underscore report underscore radio. Uh, on Twitter, War Report Radio Straight Through. You can find this podcast everywhere, man. Uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast. Now we're up on YouTube now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. So we going up, man. I appreciate you for coming man, through, man. I appreciate man. you for having real, me, man. man. For yeah, real, man. We signing off, for man. For sure, man. Another one in the books. Peace. Yeah.